Please listen carefully. Welcome back to the Focus Target Podcast. This is your host, Captain Smiley, captaining the good ship Focus Target Podcast with my co-hosts, my first mates, if you will, um, Van and Shy. Yar, mate. What to do, nephew? I have that title first made in uh, Lost Ark, actually. Uh, yeah, I saw that you can get it. I, I don't know if I have it or not. I was, I think I was looking at it yesterday. I don't think I have it. Right. I think I was looking at it. Uh, so it's weird that you bring that up, but um, I guess I brought it up in a way. Um, anyway, uh, yes, welcome back to the to not the Lost Ark podcast, although there may be some Lost Ark discussion here before Maybe we the Lost Ark podcast. Uh, probably it will. Today we're going to talk about the disc and the drive. We're going to talk about kind of stuff we're playing, what we're doing, uh, things that are things that are going on, and uh, so that's going to be the primary topic of our podcast. Um, However, we have a question of the day. Our question of the day today is, uh, you know, last week we kind of did our NHL end of season wrap up. And so just, you know, not necessarily limiting this to hockey, but in any sport. Um, do you guys get player jerseys? Do you get uh, jerseys for sports sports teams? And if you do, which is the next, which player's jersey would you like to get next? What if you don't? Then that would be the answer to the question. So let's start with you, fan. Do you wear jerseys? Not the question or, was, or maybe not what wear jersey. Them. Are you gonna get? Yes. Not like, not like yeah. do you get them? And if you don't like, don't answer the question. I'm like kind of like no. I mean, he's kind of doing a warm up part of it. Like he's he's cute. He's kind of <clears> like because <throat> yeah, I mean he's yeah yeah. yeah. And if you if you're not ever gonna get a jersey, then like that's like i'm not trying to because like, some people don't like jerseys some people don't wear them or collect them or don't want to have them they think they're expensive and not worth getting and i think that's fair like i mean they are super expensive they're yeah. very expensive and they're you don't so really expensive. have a lot of occasions to wear them honestly um like i only wear jerseys basically to, to games or maybe to like if i was going to out to yeah. a bar to watch the game or over to a party yeah or something. but like i don't wear yeah. them like like a playoff around town right yeah so like i get that like some people just don't spend that kind of money on that guys. I mean, and I, I think that's a fair answer. So that's why I kind of wanted to give you an out if that's how you feel about it. Yeah. I buy jerseys. Okay. Typically I don't get names on my jerseys because uh, the just, names just change team. and whatnot. Yeah. So typically I'll get team, but I, I have had named jerseys or apparel before like Kershaw t-shirts and stuff like that, like right. that you rock and, and wear. But, um, yeah, so <laughs> typically my jerseys, I think the last Dodger jersey we got, um, my mom had custom embroidered my last name onto the back of the jersey and asked me what my lucky oh. number was, which was pretty freaking cool. So then that I had a really cool, quote-unquote yeah. team jersey, but with my name and like my number on there. So that was, that was a lot of fun. But um, in this case, and in the spirit of, of the question, I would absolutely get and will absolutely get a um, Vegas Golden Knights jersey. We so. If I could pick, can I try? Oh. To, can, we, can we try? Should we try to guess who you oh. like? Mm. If, you were, if you were to get like a player, it. who do you think it would be? Do you want to try and guess? Should, should, should we put a wager on? No, it's going to get too intense. No more um, wagers for me. All right, so if it's <laughs> Vegas, if it's, if it's Vegas Golden Knights, um, hmm. Do you? And like, I'll tell you if they at least make the top three of my. Yeah, I would. I would say Mark Stone would be my guess. That was going to be my guess, but if I if I had to do something different for the sake of competition, I'll say Pacioretty. Oh, man. Okay, so that's one and two. Okay, that's pretty but, dang good. but in which order? So, so, <clears throat> so it it feels like a cop out to get Mark Stone, but what is that? like he's just well, the I best mean, player, basically. Like, and yeah, well, one of the best players, right? Patrick is like one of the high score. Well, if you get, except for last, season, you get the but. captain, you get a a jersey that's got a C on it, which is like that's a true. bonus. Like I don't no, know. And we just talked about how important it is to be the captain too, with Captain yeah. Smiley. So yeah. But is yeah, so the I, first mate of the team is that Captain like America? Am I right? FM. That's what the A stands for. The A is from eight. Anyway, so, <laughs> let's see here. How long is Pacioretty's contract for? So that's oh a good thing. To, it's a good thing to check for two reasons, yes. right? Because yeah. it's like, do you want somebody who you know is going to be on the team for a long time? But also, yeah, so, if somebody's ending soon, do you want to get him while you have a chance? So get this, like he's under free agency 23, 24, right? So we got him for another year. Yeah, I think that's correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then um, Stone is actually free agency after 26, 27. Oh, so if there's wow. that kicker, 
man, Stone's on the team for a long time. No yeah. wonder they made him captain. <clears throat> I think it's a toss-up between these two. Right now, I would lean Stone. But you know what? When I'm ready to pull that trigger, I honestly don't know if I'm going to go Pacioretty or Stone. So that's a, that's so, a tough so, one. Yeah. So we'll Who's number three? We'll consider this bet involved uh, then. Till number... Go ahead. What was that? I said we'll, your number three choice. We'll, we'll consider this bet unresolved until Van actually buys the Ooh, jersey. I like it. Okay. But, and then I will announce it and I will wear it on the podcast for our listeners to find yeah, out which one we actually got. That's perfect. Yeah, that was a great that reveal. A You'd be like, whoa, turn around, show the back. Anyway, yeah. who's the, I do want to three. The, the number the, three was going to be Shay Theodore. Oh, okay. Get some yeah. love to the Just an outstanding, like, oh, I talked about on the last podcast, just how well he was in, in, in the big juggernauts absences and stuff. And not that he's a, you know, second rate player by any stretch of the imagination, but he really stepped up and, and I became a Theodore fan last season a lot. So it sucks to say last season, just cause they're not in the playoffs too, but there's, um, well, since we're not going to get into it, I don't know if you guys saw the big news with golden Knights yesterday. Yeah. yeah Divorce yep. gone, which yep. fan would have kept because, them. You said yeah, on the because I, I probably put the nail in the coffin by saying we should absolutely keep them. <laughs> <laughs> and there he goes. Well, I think so. it was really interesting the day they announced it. So the day they announced that he was fired, I mean, it was just kind of a random day a couple of weeks yeah. after the season. It was the day that the Islanders let Barry Trotz go. And so there's yeah. a lot of speculation that the reason they wanted to let DeBoer go was so that they could mm. try to get somebody either. Uh, like, there's a, there's a number of big name coaches right. out there right now, but I think Barry Trotz is a is a guy that's going to be very highly in demand for a number of teams. Because yeah. so, he's had a significant winning record across his whole, like, his, yeah. the body of his career. Like, why would you I, – I, everything I've seen where people talk about that firing, it's just like – it's just it's the explanation is always it's just Lou Lamorello. It's just the way this GM operates. Like, or the yeah. is that the owner, the GM? Uh, no, he's, he's the GM. Lou Lamorello. GM. GM. Like, yeah. just like it doesn't make sense, but he just does what he does. Like, Yeah, I – I, you know what, I, I, I would not be happy if the Avs got um, Barry Trotz just because I love what what uh, Jared Bender's done so much, yeah, and I think he's yeah. worthy. And like, it's it, he's built this team; he deserves a chance to take it. But like any team, like I am scared that the Golden Knights are going to get Barry Trotz because I don't want to see that. I don't want to compete against that. I'd like him to stay in the Eastern Conference. I think that'd be that'd be fantastic for for the Avalanche. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we so we got so we'll see if it's Stone or Pacioretty or, or somebody else. We'll, we'll, right we'll, now, if we had to pick, it's Stone. Smiley's the winner on that our little game that we did, our mini game here. I think actually it was it was Shy. Well, just because oh, no, I went first, Stone, though. Were we, we were both yeah. going to say Stone. We so were, were all we're all winners. I mean, we're, we're the participation trophies. Oh, look at this. <laughs> I got some orange slices. I'll, I'll hand them out after the show. All right, Shy. What about you? Yeah, all I know right, you've got so, some choices to make in Seattle. So my long convoluted answer is I've never bought a jersey before. Um, okay, and I think I've said this. I, th- I was saying this to someone i think i was saying this to my parents actually i just saw them the other day um but like i realized i really realized in the last year how much i really have only liked sports in the past because of seattle and not really the sports themselves like i've watched them i've enjoyed the games i've enjoyed football i've enjoyed watching the sonics back in the day but it was like very much a seattle loyalty and just like a way to kind of stay engaged with the city um but i've i really like hockey i don't it's really it's, it's very interesting like See, this getting into the Kraken is really like I just follow a lot of stuff in, in the sport, and I've really gotten into the I don't know. So all that being said, I've never bought a, a, a you know a jersey before for any other sport, but I do intend to buy a jersey for hockey for the Kraken. Now the problem for me specifically is, you know, it's, uh, you know, uh, Van, you were looking up like term lengths. Like that's there's a, there's tons of question marks with the Kraken because it's just a bunch of like people they just picked up from an expansion draft. Yeah. And so far, the only person they have a commitment from it, the long term is Jared McCann, who they just re-signed a five year deal, who was our top scorer this year. But I don't really, I don't know. I just, I guess I didn't really get connected to him from like just his interviews or just watching him play. Like I didn't really get a sense yeah. of it. So he's not in my top three. Um, so for me, a big part is going to be probably watching at least. The, I probably will not buy a jersey till probably after the halfway point of next season, and maybe it'll even be, maybe it'll be like near Christmas or in January or whatever when I'll, when I'll when I'll pull the trigger. But I really want to see how the season starts, and maybe honestly, maybe we'll have a better idea over the off season. Like if they, I don't know, we'll see. Um, but so far, my top three would be, and I don't know if any of these are really gonna. I mean, you guys might know a couple. You're gonna let you gonna let us guess. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you guys want to? All right, <laughs> that would make sense, but. Yes. You want to go first, Van? Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz? Jaden Schwartz. Yes. That's, that's good. All right. That's, that's All right. 
I'd say Matt, uh, Matt, is it Bernie, Bernier? Matt Bernier? Damon? Beniers. Matt. Yeah, Matt that's, that's, that's who I would guess. All right. All I know right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of hope well, that's going to be right. around. Grubauer. Kirby. All right. Kirby. So, all right. That's a better guess. That's a better guess than Schwartz. But um, <laughs> so uh, when, when the season like started, all right. Well, the problem with Schwartz is that he just didn't play. He just had, he had injuries all season. It's like he, always been his problem. I'm looking, I'm looking problem. at their Everywhere stats right problem. now. Yeah. He only played 37 games in the season. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. I saw it so, was like, in St. Louis too. He was so good when he was in, but yeah. Wasn't it? So we just don't know. Like, I don't know if he stays with the team. We'll see, like, what he looks like when he's healthy. But we just didn't see yeah. a lot of him this year. So, and I think that kind of – so, all right. So, Smiley, Matty Beniers is in the top three. He's probably three just because he is so new. And he yeah. does. Like, he he has two years left on his entry-level contract. I don't know if he can be traded during the entry – I don't know exactly the rules uh, of entry-level contract. doesn't happen um, very but, but like so traded, he's, but... so he's got at least two more years with the team. And if he, you know, continues to grow and, and improve on what he started doing, like, I imagine he's going to be with the team for a while. Um, but um, – so he'd be number three. Number two would probably be Yanni Gord. So, like, one and two are pretty close. I just – I really like what I saw Yanni Gord. He seems like he's got a great attitude. He seems like someone you can really cheer for. I should have um, guessed that because you've been very high on him all yeah, year. Yeah, we've talked, talked a lot about him. About yeah. Um, I so, I think – All right. And number one, I think – I didn't expect either of you guys to get this. And I don't know if you guys are even going to know the name at all. But uh, Carson Soucy actually is uh, – would be my number one. And he was – this is weird. So, he – apparently I think he's had his best year – with the Kraken, which I think happens for a lot of players who get picked up in expansion drafts, but he has the highest plus minus of any player on the Kraken at plus seven, which I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know a lot of people don't like plus minus and that's not that impressive. <laughs> I don't think plus seven, <laughs> yeah. but like, but I mean, it just shows like he's oh been, God, so he did what he was expected to do when he's on the <laughs> ice. He makes a difference. I think it's kind of the idea of what the plus minus is. And he like, he had 10 goals this year as a defenseman, which I don't think he's ever had before. Um, and he just, it just, I just, for someone that I like, I feel a lot of people don't give credit for. Like when I did watch Kraken games, you just heard I feel like Susie's name a lot, and like when I've seen him, seen him in interviews, I've just liked how he's like dealt with the press, and it just feels like a, a jersey that not like all Kraken fans would buy either. Like it'd be like picking someone who I think is like I, I so really with with Susie and Gord, it's really just seeing like are the Kraken going to commit to them? I would need to look up their term lengths because I don't even need I don't even know when they would need to commit to them. Um, because there may be a few more years before that even has to happen, but yeah, those would be uh, those would ah. be my top three. For what it's worth, only playing thirty-seven games is not a deal breaker because that's all Mark Stone played last year. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. And Patrick only thirty-nine. So you know, I'm really torn by your answer, Shy, because as I'll mention in a moment, um, I love going for like the guys who are a little bit less heralded, right? Like. I like, and this is not going to necessarily be reflected in, well, we'll get to it, but um, I think that's great. Um, but I, uh, not a huge fan of Susie because he was a longtime Minnesota Wild player. Yeah. Is so, that where we got well, him from? Or did we got him from I, the, I'm not blue? sure. We did, right? Because I think we got, yeah, um, I think we got, we got him from the Wild. Yeah. I, came, I don't know if he had a stop in between, but <clears throat> no. he was a Wild player for a number of years. So uh, he came directly from hard, the Hard, hard to. Uh, I mean, I, listen. I've forgiven. Um, I've forgiven. Um, what's his name? Who we got from the Wild in exchange for Tyson Jost? So I, I guess I can get get over it. But you've forgiven him. And you just don't know his name. You, you're not <laughs> I, quite there yet. You're not on a first name basis I, with I'm, him yet. I just, yeah, I guess not. I guess I'm, I'm blanking on it for some reason because I'm a moron. But um, anyway, uh, we have spent a lot of time on this segment, so I'll try to go quick. I actually have a number of jerseys. I, my first jersey was. Wait, no, 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 no. We Whoa. get the guess. You don't get to just say what oh, it is. I'm no, not no, he's giving his background. Okay, he's giving okay, his background. Gotcha. This is the background still. No, no, no. It's still the background. It's still the background. <sighs> it's all right. It's all right. I wouldn't do you guys like that. Come on. Guessing is the most fun part. Otherwise, why do you care, right? If it's not, there's not some level of competition. Uh, I still don't care. Well, that's fair. <laughs> um, <laughs> first, The first jersey I got was uh, Patrick Waugh, but that was a gift to me. But I, I still loved it. I still have it. It's like tiny. I can't fit into it anymore. Do you have any relations to Nick? <laughs> no, I don't believe so. Uh, and then I, the next Jersey I got, I really wanted Joe Sackick Jersey, um, before he retired. So I got, I was able to get one of those. And then the two jerseys I've purchased with my own money. Well, I think I might've bought this. I think I asked for the Sackick one still. I think I was young enough that I still got that as a gift. Um, but the ones I bought with my own money were, um, PA Parento, who was, uh, with the abs for a couple of years during kind of their dark age where they didn't make the playoffs forever. But I thought he was really good and really 
Um, really underrated. I, I, I liked what he brought. And then, of course, I got uh, Jerome McGinley when he was uh, when he was with the Avalanche. I love Jerome McGinley. He was awesome. I was lucky enough to be uh, live in at Pepsi Center at the time um for his 600th goal and i was like right in front of it too like i was in lower bowl seats and like it happened right in front of me so and i was wearing his jersey and i thought that was freaking awesome uh so i haven't gotten a jersey since then i've considered quite a few but i mean that was a number of years ago um and so i've been really thinking long and hard about who i want to do um as i kind of hinted a little bit so maybe this will help guide your guys's guesses um i do like to give some due to the guys who I feel like maybe aren't as heralded as some of the others. Like everybody like in the Shea Theodore's. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a great Shea Theodore's is, a, is the exact type of, of person I would be looking at. Cause like you go to the, to the place and like, everybody's got a McKinnon Jersey. Everyone's got a Landis Gog Jersey. Like they're everywhere. Right. Like I like to give some love to, and kind of, kind of shows us like, Hey, I, I really like know this team. Right. Like I'm not just a guy who turns it on, you know, once every couple months and is like, Oh yeah, McKinnon. I know, I know, I know him. Right. Like, like, I know everybody <laughs> on the roster, even the people whose names, even the names I can't uh, that I can't remember right now because I'm a moron. Um, it doesn't mean I don't appreciate them. Um, anyway, so go ahead. Let's let's hear what you guys think. Well, I, I, I thought it was going to be between Kadri. Oh, Kadri. I thought you already had a McKinnon one, but I, don't. I thought it was going to be between between. Um, what was it between I Kadri? I don't have a jersey for anybody on the team currently. So. Oh, interesting. OK, well, then I'm going to go with Darren Helm. Darren Helm. Okay. Uh, Shy, what do you think? <laughs> you know, I think you know. I think I know why Shy's laughing. I don't even know who Darren Helm is. Um, <laughs> I don't either. I just looked at the roster uh, and I was trying to pick up somebody I'm not familiar bad. with. My, my guess is Devon Tames. Devon Tames. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Van, your first your first guess of Kadri was actually a good one. That that's actually probably my number three. That's like borderline number three. Was but it's probably his Kadri is number three. Uh, Darren Helm, listen, I've liked Darren Helm. All right, I think he's actually been really great this year. Uh, I like what he's brought, but like he spent thirteen years as a Detroit Red Wing. He was on the Red Wings last Cup team, and like I would not get a Helm jersey. Just like Rantanen, I can forgive him, but you I can't forget. Your guess. Um, Shy got my number two, so Shy wins in this case. That is Devon Taves. Devon, I love Devon Taves. He's like, he's almost he he's very close to my number one. Um, honorable mention would probably be um, Nachushkin, uh, who Sarah really likes, um, especially, and I I think he's really underrated too. And his first name is Valerie. Valerie Nachushkin, Chooch Chooch, as they call him. Or Nishushki. They had the choo choo train. They called him the choo choo train. Because yeah. awesome. he like, charges down the ice like a runaway train. Like, it's awesome. He's an awesome player. Oh, man. Um, and Sarah calls him Nishushki. Um, Nishushki. Um, because I don't know why, because that's what she does. And, and I think that's cute too. Um, but ultimately, the, the, the pick I would do is Sam Gerard. Um, partially because my son was a little bit not named after him, but it was, you know, one of the many great Sams that we knew when we picked that name. Mm, I like it. Um, and I think Sam Gerard is really hated on by a, by a subset of the avalanche um, fandom, especially people who don't really realize the value he brings. Cause he's small and people think he's too small to be a defenseman. He gets pushed around and, and you know, there's definitely a size bias against him. And I think that's bullshit because he moves the puck as well as, just about anybody on the team. Like the only reason I have to say that is because we have Kale McCarr and Devon Taves who are like two of the top five defensemen in the league. Like Sam Gerard could be a top pairing defenseman on, on a lot of teams in the league and almost everybody would be happy to have him. And everyone's like, and there's so many people who are like, trade him. He sucks. He's too small. He gets pushed around. He's no good. And I just, I gotta, I gotta ride for, for my boy, Sammy G. So that would, that's, that's going to be my next, uh, Jersey, I will have nice. one of those at some point in nice. the near future. You know, so right. yeah. Devon Taves is like my, is like what Yanni Gord is for me. That's what Devon Taves is for you because I feel like whenever we talk hockey, you're always talking about da- that Taves. That's hey, why that's what included me in. But. Well, and he's like he's so amazing, and like because of Kale McCarr, he gets a little bit overshadowed because Kale McCarr is so incredible. I mean, he's like, a plus fifty two plus minus according. To, he's the highest plus minus of is, Colorado according to NHL.com. I, I really think that Kale. 
Makar is maybe the best player on the team. It's either him or McKinnon. I don't think there's much argument. But I think Devon Taves is a better defenseman. I think Makar is just like a superstar. I would get a Makar jersey too. I wouldn't be sad about them. I love Kale Makar. Like that guy is crazy. And I was lucky enough to be there for his first ever NHL goal, which I thought was really cool. So I've been to some memorable games. All right. Well, we'll have some uh, contact information at the end of the show. If you, our viewers, would like to tell us what jersey would you get if you get a jersey? And do you like jerseys or anything? You know, we'd love to hear from you about that. So, okay. So that went on for, that was a long question of the day. We really, it was hockey. Like it you should have known. I should have known. Um, <clears throat> so let's get into let's get into our disc in the drive. So what do you guys have been doing? What have you guys been playing? What's Wait, what's on the docket? Did you have a short little uh, little no, spiel you had to do before? No, uh, I was no? I was right, I, you right. know last time I I didn't get to talk about about uh, the ass, but we spent enough time on hockey. Round two starts Wait, tonight. I'm right. excited. We're we're moving on to St. Louis. Do a minute. Do a minute. You get you get a minute. I'll time you. Nah, it just doesn't. It's a producer, and he says you have a minute, so you got a minute. All right. Well, now 55 seconds. Okay. It's just running around. Here's why it doesn't matter. It's because before, right, before, last time we did a podcast, we were at the beginning of the series. No games have been played. There's a bunch of nonsense that the Vegas, not the Vegas, I'm sorry, the uh, Nashville, the Nashville commentators were talking to Lost Smack about the Avalanche because we played them like two games before the end of the season. And the Avs were pretty much checked out and didn't care. But like the announcers were like, oh, Avalanche don't have an answer for their physicality. They're going to really be a handful in the playoffs. And I think this is going to be an interesting series. And it was like, like these people are freaking morons. Like, I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) can you not tell that like they're resting half their team? Like they don't care about this game. Like they're not, they're getting pushed around because they're not going to waste energy hitting you in a meaningless game. And so I was like, I just wanted to put that on the record. Like before the series, they're like, the abs are going to beat the shit out of like, maybe not win. Like, but they were going to like, be very physical. Um, and then they were. And But now it sounds like, oh, yeah, you know, we're two weeks past that. So, of course, it's easy to look back and say that. But, you know, <laughs> I was going to be right. on the record about that because that was ridiculous. But, yeah, Good stuff. We're moving on. Good stuff. On the on record with Smiley. That should be a normal, that should be a normal on the record segment. I like that. I like we that. should get Smiley a minute to rant. Smile, the captain's corner for ranting. <laughs> captain's ranting corner. Like, I like it. Like the poop deck. I, I could find one minute on the poop deck. <laughs> Smiley's poop deck. I yes, like that. There it is. Yeah. I could find something That's to it. rant about. Like, we used to do a rap. Now we do a rant. Cool. Um, I like it. All right. Let's, let's see. It. Van, talk to us about Daisy. I didn't or even tell you what want. game I was playing. I know you're playing Daisy. <laughs> Tell us, I want to hear about DayZ. I heard stories. I was promised oh, DayZ. There it's was some crazy stories. Uh, it's kind of weird. I'm not, I haven't played DayZ in a while. In like three mm. days, which is a while for me because I was oh. considering I was playing every single day. So just for those who don't know, I don't know how you can't know because I'm pretty sure we talk about DayZ a million times on this on this uh, podcast. Well, maybe but they're a new viewer. Uh, it's a survival... <laughs> She said, "Maybe they're a new viewer." Yeah, maybe this is <laughs> their funny, first time. It sounds singular, but there's no other way to say it. But it was still funny. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there, maybe there's a new viewer. Yeah, maybe maybe this is somebody's first time here. You know, so it started with episode one fourteen for some reason. I don't know why. I do that with podcasts. They I saw it on Twitch. You know, saw it, it, saw it yeah. on Twitch and jumped in the channel and could happen. All right, so <clears throat> Daisy is a survival horror game. Um, I don't want to say it's one of the first in the genre because the genre has been around for a long time, but it was certainly one of the first to take it into a, I don't even know how to say this into not necessarily an RPG, but a, I would would say it's the first like really successful MMO. Yeah. Because like persistent online. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Persistent online. Yeah, so the way it works is you're 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 thrown onto a beach with literally nothing, except maybe like a soda can and 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 a flashlight or something. And there's no there's no there's no storyline to follow. There's no nothing. It, it is it is as gritty of a survival game as it can be. And uh, due to intuition, you start to explore. You find out there's zombies in the world that are very dangerous. They can kill you. The game is permadeath. So in the event that you die, you literally lose everything. There's no levels to game. So, um, and it started as a mod off of the Arma 2 engine and, um, it grew legs and became extremely popular. And then, uh, Bohemia purchased the rights to the game, developed their own game, which still is somehow has a cult following that is still successful. Albeit, I don't think the game is that great. Maybe it's just cause I'm, you know, used to the original mod, but anyway, so the survival horror game, um, played it for a while. 
stepped away from it, came back to it three years later, four years later, or for some reason just got absolutely hooked again. And I'm on a new server, which is Arma 3 Survival, and, and a shout out to the developer named Hungry. Um, he's basically wrote a lot of the code. Of course, he borrowed a lot of code from other people, but he created his own server. So he was able to add his own things into the server, his own building structures, mechanics. He's also a, a, a software coder. So he's able to code his own stuff into the server as well. So it's its own unique experience. Technically, this isn't DayZ anymore because he doesn't have the rights to that. Is that true? Like, Yeah, I guess, a, I guess technically it would not be DayZ specifically anymore, but it is an Arma 2, Arma 3 survival mod, which is... 95% based off of the original Daisy mod. Nice. So <clears throat> with all that out of the way, we're going to call it just for simplicity sakes, we'll call it Daisy, even though it's not the standalone game that people know as Daisy, but it is the mod. So we're playing this Armor 3 Survival by um, Hungry, and it's, it's just absolutely incredible reliving a lot of the moments in the server because this server is populated by 20 to 30 people often. Um, it's amazing how often you come around people because one of the first impressions of the game was just how massive it is and there's no easy transportation to get to survival so you're on foot but it will literally take you probably three hours to sprint full-blown from one side of the map to the opposite side of the map now you can imagine that in a squared ratio how massive this map of chinaris is that that they play on and it's a fictitious russian uh land so 30 people in that much space you think that you want to come across each other but you come across each other frequently so because it's a dedicated server and it's a specific dedicated server, we're not just jumping into random random servers like you would in like a Battlefield game where we belong to a server more like you would in an MMO, right? So you pick the world that you want to log into. You start to see familiar names. Well, as you start to see familiar names in this version, I think this is what got me hooked is that it became more of a reputation and politics game and it got way out of control. So all of a sudden, the guy I play with, um, Jiu-Jitsu or Mark, and I became like this huge threat on the server. And it's not, so half the server is uh, shoot on site and the other half is really friendly. Well, Mark and I were like overly aggressive on this server as far as like raiding people's buildings, um, their bases, shoot on site, all this stuff. And we started to garner this reputation. Um, it got, it, it just, how political it got, I, I can't even tell you in, in words. It was just out of control. The amount of people who would bring us gifts, like we're the mafia, like in gunpowder and bombs and things like, so that we like would, that we would get us. their protection. Yes. Number wow. one, it was don't raid us. And I'm going to tell you where our bases and here's the gifts. And number two, I want your protection. And can I tell people that if you're going to kill me, I'm, these two people are going to hunt you down and they are vicious and they will kill you. <laughs> they will you. So yeah, you're basically the mafia. That's so the thing. We had, we had like out of the whole server, we became like this crazy notorious duo where people would be like, Oh crap, smoking and, and jujitsu are on. And like, you would see people log off just because we're on. Cause they didn't want to get killed on site. Oh my God. Or you would see people start banding together. So it was hilarious because as the threat, like everybody wants to take on the biggest fish. So then we had like half the server wanted our protection. The other half of the server wanted nothing more than to just kill us to prove that we're nothing and they could take us out and all that stuff. So it, it just, it got out of control. There were allegations of, of hacking and like a ton of emotion and drama because as I mentioned, it's survival and it's permadeath. So especially if you're base building, there are a lot of hours that go into developing your character, getting the right weapon. Specific items can only be found under specific situations while either fighting an extremely difficult AI, which would be comparable to a boss fight or killing other people who have fought that AI and looted their body and whatnot. So um, tensions flared and I was getting like messages on the side and discord like DMS from everybody. And like at a week ago or something like that, I just had to call it off and say, guys, I can't do this anymore. Like, it's it's a game. We were just being we were playing the game the way we thought we wanted to play the game. Apparently, it rubbed people the wrong way, um, and it just became way too much. So you know, half the server again is begging us to stay on, and it's like, well, is it because they liked our production, or is it because they actually liked us as friends? And then like the other half couldn't couldn't care that we left at all. But um, yeah, so it it just became too drama filled. And the kicker for me was when I was at the I was at the park with my kids. 
And my phone is just going off like crazy from like multiple DMs from different people about what's going on and have you heard this drama and this person's being banned and this person's doing this and that. And I was like, I just can't take this anymore. And I messaged the, you know, the, the, the developer and some of my close friends in the game and stuff and just told them, Hey guys, I got to take a break, man. I'm, I'm like, it's to the point where I'm literally at the park with my kids and you guys are DMing me about this stuff that we took outside of the game. And I just, I just can't take it. Now there's a million nuances in that. And I know I went on forever, but, um, that's like the 3000 foot view of it, of the past, like probably 140 hours in that game that I've put in the last two months. Like it's just been <laughs> insane. Yeah. <sighs> so it's like the craziest thing that happened. If you could pick like one memory from that 140 hours, like what stands out at you, uh, for you, like a situation uh, in the game. Yeah. Um, if, if it's something you can share, no, just, I mean, just probably the raids, like the, the fear of breaking into somebody's compound, which is like five times guarded with gates and not knowing if you're going to be ambushed by any of the people there while you're breaking in. Um, because you need to, you need to stay by your bombs while they're breaking. They could fail. So you got to rearm them. So you're just, you're just organizing stuff. Some, some raids take days to organize. Cause you got to make sure you got backup on, you got post people on hilltops. You got people up front with you and sh- uh, close quarters combat with rifles ready to pop if anybody comes out. So some of the raids are probably the most, most memorable things and getting into gunfights with them and all that stuff. So yeah, it's crazy. Was that a new mechanic they added recently? The raids? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember us ever doing anything like that back in the no, day. No, it's in his build. Yeah, uh-huh. in Hungry's build, you can you can build uh, bases, which is pretty cool because in your bases you can start storing stuff, a lot like Minecraft or any other thing. So, but because of that, it adds a new element to where now a piece of property has value to you. And in the other game, you're just an adventurer, right? There's tent camps everywhere, and that's all. But now you have a base. You have a base that you need to protect, and you can put up walls and all this stuff. But there's a rule on the server that it has to be penetrable. It has to be broken in. You can't just put like walls all the way around that nobody can get in or anything like that. You have to be able to break into it. So all your stuff is is vulnerable. And like you said, it it, it persists the entire time. So it's it's gonna stay on the whole time as well. So Yeah. Yeah. It was uh it was a lot of fun. I didn't ever play Daisy that much, but it definitely was a quite an experience when I did. And I know what you mean. Like there's such a rush in games like that, where there's so many dangers and the stakes are so high and like every snap of a twig, you're just like on edge. I remember one time we were just like running through this abandoned city, like scavenging. And you're like, Hey, was that a gunshot? And we're like, we're all just like on high alert. Like, Oh God, (laughs) is there somebody else here? Like, yeah. (laughs) And there was, and we had to chase them off. Like it was crazy, (laughs) man. That, that game gets my heart pumping. Like, uh, like my brain can't tell that it's not real. So I genuinely feel threatened whenever like I'll see somebody in the game or whatever. And like my whole fight or flight mechanism tricks on my heart rate starts going, my palms get a little bit sweaty. There's something about mom's spaghetti. And like, yeah, it's just, it's just out of control. I do remember a memorable part. One of your, one of your kids comes up behind you. is like, daddy, you're like, "Ah!" (laughs) (laughs) with an ax. (laughs) <laughs> like smiley <laughs> so i do remember a memorable one actually one of my most memorable mem- one of my most memorable memories one of my most memorable events was um like one of the nicest guy on there is like jujo he's like everybody's grandma or grandpa like he's just very caring takes care of everybody trusts everybody 100 percent. nobody nobody messes with jujo just it, it, like the whole server just knows that this guy's just a super nice guy let's just leave him alone well somebody killed one of the friends he was playing with so then Jujo summoned Mark and I and the whole server, like, they're like, what city was he in? They're like, oh, he was in Starry. So like Mark and I are announcing server wide on radios, like everybody better get out of Starry. If you're still left in Starry, consider this your pamphlet from the air. You're going to get like, you're going to get killed. And Jujo's like, everybody get out. Nukes go into Starry's. There's going to be a nuke at Starry. We're like, anybody we see, we're going to kill. And sure enough, we went in there, just mowed anybody we saw down. And we got one person. That was the only person we saw. We don't know if he was the guy who killed Juju or not, but we told people, hey, if you're not the guy who killed him, you better get out of there. So could have just been collateral damage. If I was the guy who killed him, I probably would have got out of there too. But that's just me. <laughs> I mean, they, they told me to stay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, sounds like a wild ride. Uh, you'll have to keep us updated on the podcast in, in future episodes if you end up deciding to get back into it or if you uh, you put it to bed for good. I feel like Daisy for you is a little bit like Final Fantasy XI for me that you're never truly done with it. Yeah, that's probably true. That's fair to say. 
All right, Shy. Let's let's go to you. What uh, we're we're already running out of time here. Um, <laughs> we're not we're not as low on time, I think, as you think we might be. Maybe but, maybe we're not. I don't know what time. Um, is. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, well, playing? Van, you know what game? Uh, Smiley and I've been playing a bit of that doesn't have that kind of drama where you could play and not be getting DM'd with random messages about people getting banned uh, when you're hanging out or with the kids in the park. Oh, how did you know? No, uh, <laughs> Lost Ark, which we've talked about recently. I don't know how much it's worth really digging into it a ton, except that uh, I want to know. Still just playing it. I, have I don't questions. know. I have um, questions for that game. Questions. <laughs> so Give yeah, me that I mean, game. I think, so I don't know how long it's been since we talked about it because what the last episode was and it was an, NHL and then Matrix Resurrections and then we did. Yeah, I guess it was episode one eleven. Probably. Yeah, you're right. Probably right. Probably month, month and a half. So. I think something has changed since we last talked about it, at least for me, is that like I think what I would consider to be my main character has changed. I think when we talked about it last, I was still playing the Soul Fist character, which is kinda like the monk that does like ranged like spirit attacks. I guess a lot of people monk compare wizard. him to like uh like yeah, like a monk wizard or like a Dragon Ball Z kind of character. Um I got to like higher level content where bosses just kind of like disappear and move to another place and then like move around all the time. And the thing with 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 uh, Soulfist, especially if you go to the one build I was doing with, which was Robust Spirit, is that you start your awakening and then it takes like ten seconds for it to go off. But like you place it, like you place the area it's gonna land and then you wait like ten seconds as it's charging up and then it goes off. So early on, I, I felt like I was pretty good with it. I was starting to learn boss mechanics. I'd know when they were gonna move, when they weren't. But like really on, later on, like you just don't know. Like they randomized patterns they'll just like they'll do two jumps instead of one or whatever and so like i just started missing my my main source of damage all the time and it just became very painful and so um they released a new class um probably about a month ago now i think almost exactly and yeah. called the glaviers uh, or like lance masters which what, what it was in korea it uses uh two different lances and i've been enjoying that a lot and then uh, at about the same time i started playing the class that you had started van a shadow hunter Mm -hmm. and those i mean i guess kind of right now my main is the glavier but man i really like shadow hunter that class is so much fun to play in my opinion so they're really both is. they're both the ones i've been working on recently um and then there's a big content patch coming out actually tomorrow um no two days in two days thursday tomorrow's um, so. tomorrow's wednesday tomorrow, yeah. tomorrow night technically but yeah 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 <clears throat> so <clears throat> my question is typically in games like this and mmos um, there's dailies, there's weeklies, there's monthlies, there's dungeon progression and all that fun stuff. Like what I find in a lot of the games recently is that a lot of those things don't mean anything. Like they don't feel like they have impact. They don't have much meaning or anything like that. Like what keeps you going back to the game post max level? That's like exciting. That's, that's doing it for you. That's meaningful, impactful or anything like that. Or is it literally just like checking boxes to do a completion to to get the dailies done and to get those things done even though it doesn't really accomplish anything grand yeah so i don't know if this is a question for both of us um and I sure. both i'm good i'm gonna answer whether you want me to or not <laughs> do you want to go first or do you want me to go first uh, you can go first i would say there's a little bit of both i do like checklists and games i like dailies like i like doing things so there is there's that aspect right there's the, there's there's that kind of stuff that you just kind of track yeah week. um I have really had a lot of fun with the game. And the more and more I play it, the more and more I feel like this is kind of... like I, When I'd seen clips of the game years ago when it was just launching in Korea, I was like, that game looks like a lot of fun. And like kind of like a game I've been waiting for for a long time. Like, yeah. kind of Diab like Diablo MMO, but with like an Asian fantasy aesthetic. And that's sure. that's what it feels like to me. Like, I just... Yeah. I really enjoy the game. I think it's just fun. And I... I it's interesting because you're right. There is that whole, like, it, it has a sense of that, like, eye level progression that we have really come to hate in modern MMOs, where it's just like, get the next set of gear, get the next set of gear, whatever. But, like, I think what's different, it has some mechanics that really, I think, set it apart from, like, let's say, like, Final Fantasy 14, where literally, Final Fantasy 14, literally, all you're doing is getting the next level eye level gear. Like, you raid, yeah. new raid comes out, you're just getting, it's just flat stats, right? There's, like, nothing yeah. exciting about it. Um, in this game, like the fact that like the engravings, the tripods for your skills, and these are things that we probably don't have time to really dig yeah. into. We've talked a little bit about them in the past, but like some of that's tied to your gear. And so like let's say um the content that's coming out 
on Thursday, like they're going to add a new raid where we'll be able to start getting, they're called relic sets, which is a new like level of rarity. And so not only is it, it's an eye level increase or whatever, but like, and they're pretty rare drops, but when you get them, you're going to get higher engraving numbers on them. And that will make it easier to like have like four level three engravings versus three, which like at like allows you to then customize your character more and have like, you know, focus a different direction. Like, so I guess ultimately it, it just feels, I think, I, in my opinion, Final Fantasy fourteen is, like, a really well-balanced game. I wouldn't say the same thing about Lost Ark. Like, I think it's balanced, but I don't... I think that they... I think the emphasis on Lost Ark is more about fun than balance. And I think, um... I think maybe the word you're looking for is even maybe more than balance is formulaic. Form, like, yeah. Final Fantasy fourteen is is a very repeatable pattern of, like, if you've... In my opinion, right? It, it's It's when a new content comes out, you kind of like what sets it apart is the story and yeah. like places, but like, you know what you're going to do, you know, the steps you're going to take, you kind of, you know, the mechanics are different, but the rewards are kind of like you said, yeah. plus one. Whereas I think lost Ark is a lot more varied than that and gives a lot more flexibility. Yeah. Um, I would, so I was, it's funny cause I was just talking to Sarah about this the other day um, when I was bemoaning how, long because i stayed up to like one in the morning doing freaking dailies and stuff on on lost ark um and not just dailies but just there's so much to do and a lot of it is kind of daily stuff but what i'll say to answer your original question is like what sets it apart and like why why do i enjoy like doing this daily stuff and doing all the all these tasks is i think there's two components to it one is that there's such a variety like i'm not just i sh i shouldn't say this cuz you do kind of run the same two dungeons every day but like they only take like 5 minutes so it's not the same but it's like in Final Fantasy 14 like your dailies where you would run this 20 minute dungeon and then you'd run this 20 minute this other 20 minute dungeon and you'd get some you know you'd get a couple tokens that you would then you know go towards your gear set and whatever right in Lost Ark, like your dailies are actually like, in, there's like a million different things. It's like, you've got chaos dungeons, you've got guardian raids, you've got your rapport stuff. You've got Una's tasks. There's like a hundred, well, what is it? It's probably, I don't know what you think, like 70 different Una's tasks somewhere in like that range. Different reputations you can work on yeah. and like things yeah. you can and, shoot for. And and, and the, the thing about it to me is that like, and shy kind of got to this as I care about the rewards, the rewards are meaningful. And like, when I get some of the, it's like, I do these things. I, I prioritize what I want to do because like, I see something I want. And when I get mm. it, it makes my character better. And I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, like I'm going to have to do this daily 20 next 21 goddamn days, but then I'm going to have this freaking ruin that I can put on my gear. That's going to change my build and make my character. Like, not just like, better because it's 20 more dexterity or 20 more strength, but like noticeably, like I can skill faster. Like my, my gauge fills up noticeably quicker. Now, like what I've been working on my character is trying to get the runes that allow me to fully fill my three orbs in like one rotation. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of the gold standard against bosses is that like, you don't like right now it's like my full rotation gets me like, depending how well I hit and whether he dodges or whether I mistime it, it's like 85 to hundred percent full. But if I can get a couple more of these items, I can do it in one full rotation or even like to the point where if the do boss dodges, like Shai said, if it takes yeah. a funny jump and I miss a, a skill, I might still be able to get a full bar, a full orb set with my current rotation. Like that's exciting. Like it changes the way you play. It makes you feel like your character is getting more powerful. And secondarily it's with the way that the gear grinds goes like it's not like in 14 like you just bought the next set of eye level gear and like you just kind of had to have it but it didn't really feel that noticeably different because of the way the game is structured that like there's different areas there's different places that have different item levels like you're not 
always just in the highest level zone and you don't care about anything else. You're constantly going back for various reasons to other islands, previous areas. And when you go back to places that are a lower item level, like you just kick stuff's ass and it feels good. It feels like, Hey, I remember when this boss took forever for me to kill. And now I use one ability and it's like, boom, you're gone. And like, that's a cool feeling. Like it feels like you've progressed your character. Um, and when you're leveling your gear, like it's not like you're saving. I don't know. I feel like I'm misrepresenting a little shy. You can keep me in check here, but like where I am at right now with my gear grind is like every day when I do my dailies to get materials, that means I get another opportunity to upgrade my gear like that day. It's like, I want to do the dailies cause I want those materials cause they give me a chance to increase my gear. Versus just like saving up where it's like, I'm going to do right. dailies for a month and then I'll be able to buy a new armor set. Right. Like, it's just a little, like whatever it is about the difference in it, it's, it's very engaging. And, um, it, if it, it's like, I was telling, what I was telling Sarah the other day is that like the dailies are like exhausting, like the, just the content, like all the stuff I want to do. And that mm-hmm. I feel like I have to yeah. do in a day. It it's exhausting because there's so much of it. And I feel like, Oh my God. But I want to, like, it doesn't feel like a chore. And, like, that's the magic of it. It's like, how do all these chores not even feel like chores? Because I'm, like, they're fun to do. Like, to Shai's point, the game is fun to play. So that's that's my answer to that. Is like, it if it, you knew if it was, like, 14, if it was that 14 paradigm, like, I wouldn't still be playing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, the, like, like, which I was saying with, like, the engravings and the tripods and the gems. Like, there's so many ways to, like, yeah. not just not just customize your character, but like enhance your, like the stuff you get is cool. And it, it makes, it's like, Oh, like I want to try this. I want to try that. Like this piece yeah. of gear changes how I could play. Like maybe I play a little differently. And like, that's, what's very engaging to me. You have gear set been. bonuses. You can focus on like when certain any any game content, you can invest in like crit damage or crit rate or what, you know what I mean? Like there's just like stuff that like 14 never handled. I think my, my final thought of just like one thing that still, and I, I meant, I did mention this last time. is just the idea that the game, especially end game focuses more on like knowing mechanics and like responsible play versus like hitting an optimal DPS rotation. Like there's an MVP screen at the end, you know, there's, you know, I mean, there, you can get rewarded or whatever if you do better, like not, you know, tangibly, but like in front of, you know, the people you're playing with. But like, if you're dead, like from what we've done, the, the, like the, um, enraged timers on fights are very forgiving if people are being, are playing responsibly and not just ignoring mechanics. And I think, I just think that's cool. I think that's like so counter to like the way 14 played and a lot of what I think frustrated us about 14 where like you felt pressed to be like constantly hitting your perfect rotation. And if we didn't, if we'd like hit a, hit a DPS check, we'd wipe it. And it's like, you know, we try our 15th right, time yeah. that night to like, how, well, how can we eke out a little more DPS? And like, we, we've not, I mean, we've only, the game's been out for, you know, three months now a little over three months but somebody who knows but like where it's gonna go but we definitely haven't hit that wall yet which is i think pretty cool i uh, sorry to go on about this but i do think that's a great point and something that i would say is i i saw a thread on reddit that because i was i've been thinking about this when we talked about this a while back so i was like why like it's not it's there are some differences between 14 the rating in 14 and the rating here it is a lot more forgiving it's not like make one mistake and everybody wipes. There's times where if you make a mistake, everybody wipes, but it's not like everything, which is how kind of coil was. But I was like, what's really different about this? Like, why do I f- not kind of have the same kind of, uh, to the rating here? Cause it's not that different. And I saw somebody post something on Reddit that said, Hey, like, I just don't know if this game's for me because I just, I'm not, I can't do the boss mechanics. I go into these dungeons and I just get, I'm constantly getting killed. I'm constantly holding the team back. And like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And somebody said, well, like, here's maybe something you might be doing wrong is that like people come from other MMOs and they think they have to be constantly attacking, constantly doing their rotations as Shai was talking about. But this game isn't like this. In this game, you have to recognize that like you have an attack round and your opponent has an attack round Mm -hmm. and like you have to respect that. And like, you can't always just be like heads on offense. Like you have to pay attention and like attack at the right time, wait for your opportunity, you know, dodge the mechanic, do the mechanic and then strike. And I was like, I wonder if that's what it is that, that really makes me like this more is it is more tactical 
Like, you can just go in there and spam your skills, but on the harder dungeons, you're going to get your ass kicked a lot of times. Whereas having that, like, pausing, looking for the tells, like, letting him do his move and then moving in and doing damage, like, that feels like you have a lot more control, and I think that's that's something that I've really enjoyed. And once somebody pointed it out, I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true and so cool. So, there you go. Yeah. Thank you, Tony. That was one question. You have other questions, oh, man. We could give another like yeah, give another eight, eight minute answer at all. <laughs> We've got another couple minutes. You know, <laughs> if you have any other questions, obviously we'd oh, like to. Talk about them. But yeah, I I was going to take a section on Lost Ark. Obviously, I feel like I already have, so I'm going to skip that. But um, I I'm definitely enjoying it as well. I finally, it's been great to have finally caught up to Shy and Z and and Orius on my main characters, so that we can I can kind of do stuff with them and and a lot of that multiplayer stuff has been really rewarding i feel like so so yeah that's i how much time do we got 10 okay i am gonna throw it back to van for what else you're playing you well you I, I mean i just did the loss i just no, did you like you just answered my question for yeah, like yeah. 10 minutes yeah. Are you sure? You never get to talk another game. We went super long last week. Didn't give you a chance to talk. All right, that's good. I want. I want to go off on this one um, because I'm. I'm. I'm powered up. This is why I was really excited. I'm back playing Minecraft. (laughs) (laughs) Love Minecraft. We can talk about that all day. We'll do a whole podcast. We'll next week Minecraft podcast. All right, we're good. Done. Okay, so I picked up about a week ago. Uh, I um, finished, I'd been playing Legend of Mana as my Switch game. Like, mm. So I've got like Lost Ark time at night. And I've got like, sometimes I was playing games during the day. Like, you know, if Sam was sleeping or if, if he was like, you know, doing his own thing. Like sometimes I'd be able to fit in a little bit of time on my PS5 or my Switch. And so I, I was finishing my playthrough of Legend of Mana and I beat that. I was like, okay, I'm done with that. I wanted to get that done. I didn't want to buy any new games until I finished that game. I finished it, saw the ending for the first time in my life. It was awesome. Decided, you know what? I'm going to get Switch Sports. I wasn't super excited about it, but I was like, you know, it seems like they're going to be supporting it for a while. They're they're adding additional games. If they built this infrastructure, I could see this kind of being a long-term thing where they continually add like DLCs and stuff. And like, I wasn't super excited about most of the sports that that, that are there, but I was like, you know, I'll try it out. It could be fun. It'll be a fun game to play with with the kid, you know, as Sam gets older, we'll, you know, the bowling and stuff. Like that that's always a hit. So was, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to maximize my investment. I'm going to purchase it. So I got it. I played it the first night. I thought it was cool. And then between hockey and Lost Ark and being a dad and obviously Switch Sports not a game that really works at all when when my kids are around um, just because like I it's all multi, it's all online multiplayer. You can't pause it. Like that's not that's a that's a so now it conflicts with my lost arc time so now it's like mm. at night i have to and my avalanche time starting again tonight so i was like now when i have my an hour to two hours to play games i get to choose between lost arc switch sports and um hockey so rough times for me right so this whole i bought it like a week ago i didn't play it for like five freaking days because between the hockey and, and i was i've really been into lost arc but last night there's no there was no hockey on at all there are no games no game sevens for the first time in like a weekend. Um, I wrapped up my lost arc stuff pretty, pretty early. And I was like, I'm going to give some switch support some time. I'm going to really give it a chance to, to grow on me. And um, it's really good guys. Like it's pretty <laughs> odd. Like the soccer is exhilarating. It is so fun. Like, and like something about playing online with, with, random opponents and teammates like it's not a, like i think you can play like a single player mode like against bots but like playing the multiplayer against real people and just like the the, the competition like it just feels like soccer like you control your character you like use your the heart that you're uh, like you swing to like kick and like how you swing your your switch remote like determines where you kick it so like if i go like this my guy kind of like kicks horizontally if i kind of go up i do like a lob kick i pop it into the air if i do like an overhead like he just kind of like keeps it low to the ground like it's amazing it's it's actually i couldn't stop playing it last night i was supposed to go to bed last night early that's why like i stopped my lost ark stuff early i was like i'm just gonna play switch sports for a little bit and i stayed up again to like one one o'clock in the morning playing freaking soccer but like i couldn't stop playing it like it was that good um there's a number of other games. I thought the bowling was actually pretty cool. It's like a bowling battle Royale where mm. 
instead of heads to head, it's like there's like 16 players and you bowl the first three frames and then the top eight get to continue oh, and the like rest. It. It, oh, it's cool. fun. And then it's the, then you do three more frames in the top yeah. five. And like, that's it's, cool. it's, it is, it's fun. Like I, I liked it. And like, it's, it kind of sucks too. Cause like, as you go up, people get, especially with like a switch bowling or like Wii bowling. It's like, if you learn how to do it just right, it's a little bit easier, but I guess that's no different from real bowling. Like people who really bowl, they know how to do it just right. And they get a strike every time. Right. But it seems like on, uh, on, on the, like some, like one of the, in the, the game that I, the first game I played, I, I finished fourth, which I was proud of, but the dude who finished first had like 287 pin. And I was like, I was like, with like 150 and I was, and I was like, I did really good, but like, I didn't do that good, <laughs> but that's fun. I like, I, the sport I thought would be most interesting in was the, uh, was the sword fighting. You know, they got the, mm, yeah, the Chamara, fencing, the fencing. Yeah. and like. That is a hit or miss for me. I feel like the, I feel like my, it doesn't always feel like it has the best fidelity. And I don't know, like, I think sometimes it's maybe about the latency between the person I'm playing with uh, is maybe coming mm. into play. Cause there's been some games where it's like, I like, I try and do something and either I don't respond or I'm delayed. And like, that's a death sentence. But in games that it hasn't been like that, it is very exhilarating. And like, I'll tell you what, there's really nothing better than beating somebody in a sword fight. Like, that is a rush. When you freaking out-duel somebody <laughs> and knock them off the pad, and you're like, what up? I just out-dueled you, son. Like, oh, it's a rush. It's awesome. So, overall, um, Switch Sports is very, very cool. I like it a lot so far. Um, I'm sad that, like, there's not I'll a chance. I'm, I'm if you pick it up, we need to play some soccer together because yeah. I think that that shit is going to be legit. I'll pick it up because, like, I could just imagine the kids playing was, badminton or tennis uh, or anything. Like, yeah, they'll yeah, the bowling. They'll the, get a I kick think, out of it. I think, yeah. the, I think they will. I think they will for sure. But yeah, it has my. I wasn't sure about it. I'd heard kind of mixed things from from some of the reviews I read, but I, I really, uh, I was into it. I, I, it's, it's got kind of a cool, you know, gameplay loop, and it's. It's nice you do get rewards for winning, but like it's not super like the you still like basically for playing through the game, you get like 80% of the rewards and you get a little bonus for being on the winning side. So the winning's more about your personal rank and your like the thrill of victory. But like even if you're not that great at it, you can still progress as far as like earning the cosmetics and stuff, which is, is I think I'm all right with that for somebody who's not that good. It's probably beneficial to me. All right, that's what I wanted to get to. I wanted to get to Switch Sports. I don't know. We have like a couple minutes. To, anybody want to do any quick hits on anything else they're playing? Okay, <clears> I'm going to Stanley Parable. Oh. oh, yeah. Have you guys heard of that, Stanley Parable? I feel like I've, it's been around forever. I've heard, heard of, it, of it, yeah. But apparently they released this new one called Stanley Parable Deluxe. I just picked it up because and I never played it. And um, the reviews so far are very positive but very vague. And I'm assuming that's intentional due to the nature of the game though, because they're like, Hey, this game is great. But if we told you anything about it, it would ruin the magic. So it's just something I'm going to experience for my own mystery thing. Yeah. It's a very mystery thing. Yeah. You wake up by yourself in an office and that's basically all, you know, and you just start looking around and certain things start happening to you and they seem random and they make you question whether or not free will exactly exists or whether you're playing this game naturally, or if you're actually just playing the way you were, program to play and it's starting to get pretty interesting so i'll have a, I'll have a fresh update on that next time we do something yeah i'd be interesting to hear what you could tell us that's yeah. not without spoiling or if you're sure. going to be like i love this game guys but guess what i can't actually tell you anything about it without yeah and that might be the case so we'll see <laughs> uh, that was something i thought was kind of cool with undertale that it did they, like there's a lot of like meta mm. stuff in undertale that i liked where it's like if you like like i remember the first time i played through like i got to a boss that like, I don't feel like I did right. So I like reset and tried again. And the game like called me out on it. And was like, Oh, yeah. I think you're just going to try this again. Huh? You couldn't get it right the first time. Could you? And I was like, 
damn, like that's wacky. That's messing with my mind. Like, <laughs> yeah, team's not yeah. supposed to know I'm playing the game. Like, yeah, yeah so far I, it's it's there's <laughs> yeah, there's pretty pretty similar feelings with this. Wasn't there a boss fight in one of the Metal Gear, like the original Metal Gear Solid, that was kind of like that, where like it was like guy used like EMPs or, or sabotage and it like actually messed with like the PlayStation like display or something or like your, mm, was there yeah. something like that or your controller wasn't yes. working exactly perfectly or <clears throat> right. something? And like, another, yeah. another, I think it was Psycho Mantis. I know Psycho, like, yeah, Psycho Mantis. Because like you, like the trick was like if you plugged it into the spoiler alert, if you took your controller out and plugged it into the second player slot, yeah. it would still control, but he couldn't affect you anymore because like he couldn't like jack into you the same way. Yeah, which is super clever, super yeah. super clever. Stuff. I never played those games, but there just seemed like so many cool ideas from from that series. Um, Metal Gear, I loved Metal Gear Solid too. A, a disc not in the drive, if you will. Yeah, there you have it. Hey, Shy, do you have anything you want to talk about? You're still playing War uh, Divisions? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know. Next time we do this in the drive, we'll probably have more um, to say about gotcha games or whatever. I, um, as always, uh, we got we each got to like one thing on our list. <laughs> yeah. I had a bunch of stuff that I was going to talk about, but an hour is just not long enough, you know? Once this well, another week thing, man. Question of the day, man. NHL question of the day just eats up a third of the podcast. Yeah. So. yeah. yeah. Well, it's supposed to be a quick. What jersey are you gonna buy? Like that's all it's supposed to be. What it's supposed to take like two seconds? All right, guys. Any final thoughts before we spiel this out? Nope. All right. Nope. Well, if you would like to tell us uh, about what discs are in your drive or what discs you'd like to hear more about from our drives, uh, we can be reached in a lot of different places on Twitter at Focus Target. Uh, our YouTube channel at Focus Target Podcast has all of our previous. Uh, history and 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 other videos side projects we've done um we are streaming live on twitch.tv forward slash focus target podcast and uh, of course we have an email address focus target podcast at gmail.com so thanks for being with us for episode 114 of the focus target podcast i am your host captain smiley this is shy i'm van as always cover us porkins we're out go abs <laughs>